0: Hey there Jets Nation. Welcome back to One Jets Pod. Whether you're tuning into our video content or joining us on our audio-only platforms, we've got you covered. If you're enjoying what you hear or see, don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe to our channel, and don't just gently tap, but smash that bell icon to stay notified whenever we drop new content. Also, we love comments and five-star ratings. Thanks again, Jets fans. Now together Let's fuel the green and white passion. Let's go Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Welcome to Jet Life Stadium. Hit it. Hey everybody, what's going on? This is Randy with the One Jets Pod and I'm joined by my co-host today, Dominic Lorenz. Dominic, my brother, how are you?
1: Doing great, looking forward to another week of football. Uh you know, tough for the Jets, still champagne week for the 49ers, so I'm enjoying life a little bit. Um, you know, I know we're missing Brandon today, but uh, he'd agree with me. More champagne problems for the 49ers, at least for right now. <laughs>
0: How was your Thanksgiving, brother?
1: Thanksgiving was great. Stayed home, relaxed with family, didn't do too much. We got construction going on at the house, so workers coming in and out all week long, so it's it's good to be home and just kind of Stick to the business at hand at this point.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, Um, due to the Jeff just being embarrassed this past week and him having to pick the Texans and them not coming through, Brandon actually quit tonight. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Brandon actually has to get up early in the morning. So uh, we wish him well, and, and uh, we'll see him next week. So we love you, Brandon, and take care, brother.
1: See- we miss you, brother. We'll see you back next week.
0: Yes, sir. All right. Well, we hope everybody's doing well. That's the end of the shit. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> everybody, like, damn! The season no.
1: starts today, folks.
0: Yeah, it does. You know how we do it in Angels Land. No, hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Hope everybody got their fill of their turkey and whatnot. Now we move on to the Christmas holiday season. So we'll see what that brings. Um, first, we want to talk about our weekly predictions. And once again, congratulations, Mister Dominic! Thank you. Getting first place, going twelve and four this week, and he's uh, now with a season total of one hundred and twelve and sixty-eight. Holy crap!
1: We're rolling.
0: Yeah, you are. Our brother Brandon stays in second place this week, holding up the silver. Going 11 and 5, good week for him. Uh, he finishes, or I'm going to say finishes, but he improves to 111 and 69, one game under you, Dominic. So basically, that Texans game is what separated you guys, man.
1: A, a little bit. You know, it was close. I know we'll talk about it, but that game didn't score as much as I was hoping for. But it was still a thriller nonetheless for that division.
0: Absolutely. And and then Tampa Bay let him and I both down. So if Tampa Bay would have came through, uh, Brandon and and, and uh and Tampa Bay came through and the Texans came through, Brandon would have took first place this week.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's a, a game it's a game of inches. I told you, you. Sometimes sometimes you got a little parody in the picks and it works out in your favor. Take a risk, they say. That's right.
0: And then, of course, there's that jag off for, like, the, what, fourth or fifth week in a row in third place, going 500, 8-8. Eight eight. But at least I improve. I get to the century mark. I'm 180, or I'm 180, <laughs> you know, sticking the bronze trophy up my butt.
1: Hey, come on. If the, N- if the NFL allows teams into the playoffs with a sub-500 record, Randy's better than most
0: oh man oh, <laughs> I, I, of course I had to go the stupid route and pick the Jets the Lions let us all down oh
1: that yeah that was a bad one to start Thanksgiving morning
0: man that Texans Jaguars man I thought I thought the Texans had a chance the Browns let me down I'm the dumbass to pick the Cardinals ain't
1: picking them ever again hey I was I was a little bit dumb and I told you it was gonna be a close game I said Browns over Broncos and the Broncos all of a sudden are looking like a real. They've won what? Like five team. straight now? Five straight, six and five, and they're on the cusp of a point. I'm
0: about pick them and they're going to lose this week.
1: But you, you know how it goes, my friend. We've been there, done that. But man,
0: what a, what a, what a last four. I would say the last four weeks have just been brutal for me. I mean, you guys have just been dominating. And of course, Dominic. You know, as, as you guys have seen on social media, and as you see on the screen here again, twelve and four for the week, one hundred twelve and sixty-eight for the season. Just grinning with that weekly winner platinum chain around his neck. And, and hold on, hold on. Here it comes. Here it comes. Champagne problems. Look at him. Ooh. Look at him. The
1: bastard. You little hey.
0: sheep.
1: Hey, you are. Oh. <laughs> I get I get champagne problems while the Niners waiting nine glorious years to eat a turkey leg on the Seattle Seahawks logo.
0: Congratulations to your Niners, brother. Hold hey. he smokes. I,
1: I loved after the game, it was Kittle, uh, Charvarius Ward, Debo, McCaffrey, Warner, Bosa, all of them huddle around, friends at Thanksgiving. It's like, you happy? You happy? Let's eat. It was just fun, brotherly love, and yep. I love Nick Bosa, he has that very weird voice and it's like hey everybody, I'm <laughs> Nick Bosa. And they're like you want turkey's like I don't eat after a game, but I'll eat turkey and I'm like it's like it's it's a very awkward it's lean talk. protein. It's lean protein like I don't want to look at food after a big game like this and it's like but you okay, if that's your diet plan, why can I be on it and look like you? Like Come on,
0: Nick. Nick Bosa doesn't want to eat after games. I remember in high school, a buddy and I made a mistake of of uh, stuffing down waffles and syrup before a game, and uh, uh, that
1: didn't end up well. That
0: did not end pretty. Oh,
1: jeez. Oh, yeah.
0: But no, I mean it could. I mean it came against a divisional rival in the Seattle Seahawks, and like you said, you got to eat the turkey leg in the middle on that Seahawks
1: logo, and you and you go up a game in the standings, two up going into that big game, and I know we'll talk about it a little while because it's probably the the premier game of the week. I'm, I'm not saying that because I'm a Niner fan, but just looking at the schedule. Niners-Eagles rematch from the oh, NFC yeah. title game. Oh, yeah. w- words are already being thrown at each other. The media is already going this side, that side. It's, it's going to be a barn burner. I'm happy, though, regardless of how it goes down, that the Niners are going into the game with a two-game lead over Seattle. That makes me feel better going into the game than if we were – Five hundred, or even, or just a one-game lead, so something to look forward to.
0: Absolutely. So again, congratulations on your win again. This thank week, you. What, was that two or three weeks in a row now that you've held up the first place trophy?
1: Two. Brandon had it, or maybe that's right. Brandon that's had it right. sandwiched in there somewhere. Yeah, that's
0: right. So back-to-back weeks for dogs. So again, congratulations to you, brother man. You guys are just dominating right
1: now. We'll keep it rolling. Stick around after. Stick around in a while for more picks from us. <laughs>
0: there you go. All right, so uh, we're just going to do a quick recap. I mean, there's really nothing to talk about when it comes to this Dolphins-Jets recap. Um, I'm going to go over a few numbers here. And real quick, like if at this point, I don't understand why the Jets don't go for it on a fourth down. Like, just screw the punt and, be- and I don't have the numbers, and I don't know why I didn't get those. But we seem to do really well on fourth down because... Again, five for fourteen on third down,
1: dude that's under under fifty percent under what under thirty or just above thirty percent. Here we go again. yeah, it's the same this was a game where it was for lack of a better term, business as usual for the Jets and it wasn't good business. It was just the same recycled stuff over and over, and it didn't matter I think if it was Zach Wilson. Boyle, Simeon, I don't think it really mattered who was under center for that game. The Jets were going to be the Jets and do what they had to do. The defense did not give up like they did the previous week and look horrible in the second half. Mm -hmm. But when your offense isn't doing anything, what's your drive to get off the field faster or get back on the field faster? There's really no drive. What I did like from the Jets, even though it didn't equate as many points as it maybe should have, it's funny. When they went up Temple offense, they moved the ball pretty decently. Yeah. And then, of course, a couple of times it got hindered because of a pick or fourth down didn't go their way or an interception or something happened. But they were able probably to move. probably, Yeah, they moved down the field and got 30 or 40 yards at least and didn't have a three and out. With up-temple offense. And even if it was check downs or whatever, up-temple offense works. So we talked about it with Zach Wilson of open the, play- open the playbook, cut him loose a little bit, get him some space, and up-temple offense. Yeah, They didn't do it. No. Boyle got it a little bit, and at least you saw they were at least moving in the right direction. It wasn't constant three and outs.
0: Yeah. Still, still horrible game planning. I mean, oh, yeah. You got a guy in there that understands the offense. Like you should have opened it up way more. I, I don't understand. 10 10 rush attempts. Really? Really? Like, I don't think Nate, I don't think Nate Hacker likes to run the ball. No. You got and, you got a guy like Brees Hall and you aren't utilizing him at least 18 20 carries a game. Like, that's insane to me, dude.
1: You know, I think it's one of those situations where if you do look at his splits, he was only getting 3.6 yards a carry. If you take away his longest carry of 11 yards, he had six carries for 14 yards. So there really wasn't much running game, and, and the game breakdown did not dictate them to run the ball. You know, early on, if you really, really, really look at the game cast and the box score, 3 nothing after one quarter, mm-hmm. and then the Dolphins get a touchdown, a Tyreek Hill 10 nothing. But then the Jets with that big defensive 30 yard interception uh, interception return touchdown. Yes, Greg Zerline missed the extra point, but it's still a one possession game. So you're about half, you know, very, very late in the first half before, you know, destruction happened that we're going to talk about. Because I have my feelings on the 99 yard interception return from the Dolphins. Uh. Before that happened, with 58 seconds remaining, you could potentially go into halftime down four. Go make your adjustments and see what happens in the second half. To me, the throw by Boyle to the end zone. The, fail Mary. the Hail Mary. Hail Mary. It. You
0: call it what it is. The Fail Mary. The
1: Fail Mary. <laughs> I get it. I, I get it, Jets fans, and I get it, Jets coaches. You're trying to swing the momentum in your favor and make a miracle happen out of this season. I get the... You know the little kid and all of us in the playground throwing hail marys when the bell rings at recess. I get it, one hundred percent. In my opinion, that is ill advised yep. throw.
0: I would mm-hmm. I would have just needed and took it in the halftime, dude. You honest.
1: know, or you know, there was what nine seconds left or something. Whatever, whatever the time, three or six, whatever. When he threw the hail mary, yeah. What was I it, think three? it was only two seconds left on the clock. Uh, okay, so there wasn't enough to do like a fifteen yard out route to the oh. out of bounds line. No. Mm-hmm. You know, I would have – because that – where was that play? That was near midfield yep. in that sense. Like 49-yard 40, line or wherever it was at. Around there. Okay. Yeah. Give Zertlein an opportunity to kick a 65-yard field goal and make history. Like I would have sure. rather seen a, a a shit field goal attempt yeah. and miss and be like, no okay – No time left on the clock, yep. No time left on the clock than that. And yep. especially when you send guns blazing everybody out, who's going to defend? Hmm. A six foot, hundred and seventy five pound sprinter against an offensive lineman. (laughs) I give it up for Boyle. Boyle tried to run him down. (laughs) Like, what are you gonna do? When you you saw that
0: unfold, at what point did you did you think in your mind, okay, he's he's gonna score? For me, it was as soon as he got to the fifty. I'm like, oh, he's gone. This is beep beep. See you later. Bye.
1: Yeah, because when he went far out and then came back into the near side that was your last opportunity. So between the 40 and the 50, and then when he got past yep. two offensive linemen got some blocker help, <laughs> and you knew Tim Boyle was last, I'm like, maybe Boyle's got it in him and he could have an MVP season just for that play only. Yeah. And it was dead to right. So that at that point, going in a half, instead of a four-point deficit, you completely cut yourself at the legs, and at that point, you knew the air was sucked. Like, you saw Robert Sala.
0: I mean, the momentum was starting to shift. I mean... We had already had two turnovers there right before the half, you know. Uh, two you got the, to, interceptions.
1: You got to Tua at that point. So, the op again, the first half before the interception, opportunities were there for the Jets to continuously stay in the contest. And, again, 10-6 at half. Any Jets fan is taking that at the half based on what happened yeah. in the first half of play. Hell, yeah. But after that interception, they held the Dolphins to a field goal, so it's 20-6. to Still a, only a two-possession game going into the fourth. You are still alive. But then Moster and then, yeah, Garrett Wilson gets the touchdown. First touchdown in a while for Garrett Wilson. Um, it, too little too late at that point. That interception really changed the momentum. And I just don't agree with the play call. Nothing's going right for you this season. What do you think or why in, in God's name do you think God's going to say, okay, from this point on, it's it's the Jets. We're gonna be in favor of Jets. You're gonna choose it up on that play. I th- again the recess kid in me says, go for it. The adult the adult in me says, How about throw a 30 yard pass and try a little lateral BS? Yeah. I mean
0: he couldn't even get it into the end zone. I mean it was what, a yard or two short? I'm like Yeah. Or if you're well, the if Jets. If you aren't walking- that bad, you couldn't, you could we we could you couldn't get it, you couldn't Give all the guys inside the end zone a chance at that ball, and we threw right to the guy. I mean, it I died would, right at the guy. Like
1: in those situations, as a play caller, when you're drawing up the scheme, to me, if there's four receivers in the area, three of them should be going for the ball, and the other one, if they are intelligent enough with the IQ, are seeing how the play's developing and who's covering who. Their one job, that fourth receiver's job, should be to knock it down like a volleyballer and call, okay, it's not happening, we're done. Yeah. Or be a couple yards short and, and kind of direct the play and be like, this side, this side, your ball, you're kind of like a fair catch in baseball. But there should be one person down the line to prevent that from happening, the interception return, to literally be a volleyballer and just say, halftime, knocking it down. Yeah. Don't, even, don't even try that. Not – Oh, I'm going to tip it up like a, you know, Rick Rack, whatever. Because you're going to get psycho stuff like that, that they yep. catch the ball. Look at Julian Edelman in the Super Bowl against the Falcons. It double tapped and he caught it with like pinches to go and they win the Super Bowl. Yep. Shit like that happens, folks. Don't give it up to chance. When you're the Jets, who have crummy chances and crummy, you know, probability, spike it down. Yep. <laughs> Don't do
0: it. Oh, man. And 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 once again the penalties not only you know th- you know horrible on third down the penalties dude I mean we started the game I think it was Quentin Jefferson he's head button the guy yep and then oh, I, I forget who it was um, I think it might have been Michael Clemens or somebody he he didn't mean to but he stuck his arm out and he. Fucking hits the ref. The ref,
1: dude, and I'm yeah. like, oh, like, and those oh, and those oh, are the tough man. ones. I get the rule where if you do make contact with an official, it's a penalty. I get yeah. it, but there's the here's the one thing about that.
0: He's like we, up in the fray trying to break shit up, though. Like where the
1: he- NFL and the refs have to have a little feel. If you're in the middle of melee, yeah, you're trying to break up the melee. That's like if you get hit, like not like pulverized, but if you kind of just. Get a little knockage. Yeah, have a little feel. Or someone gets bumped
0: into you, or something.
1: If you get now, if a ref gets cold cocked in the face, I get it. That's
0: totally different. Yeah, you should call punches out there anyway, regardless.
1: Exactly. So when you're in that situation, you gotta have a little feel for the situation. In my opinion, absolutely. But again, in this case scenario, letter of the law, you make contact with the ref. I, I get the call. Not a favorable call. And he knew as soon as he kind of made contact, he was just like Yeah. It's like you had you couldn't have been like six inches away when this oh, happened. Like maybe. it was the minimalist thing. And then the you know, I love how Amazon Prime zooming in and they're like seeing him spit up just like a little <laughs> piece of blood. It's like you make it sound like he's like his jaw. Yeah, broken. he like, Hey,
0: round, turn around, bam!
1: <laughs> yeah, like come on, like and I saw, one of do we not remember the NFC title game where Trent Williams pulled somebody back and threw him to the ground and body slammed, reverse body slammed, and that got no flag because remember there was no contact with the ref. Should it have been a penalty by letter of the law? Sure, but were the Niners down by like thirty and was I already pissed (laughs) off? Take that boy down! Take him down! Lord, but I'm, I'm, but to your point, the Jets allowed seven sacks. Not good. And after what last week, giving up six—that's what thirteen sacks in two weeks. And both teams had six penalties. Yeah, Jets had more yardage, sixty to thirty-eight. Both teams had turnovers. Dolphins had more turnovers than the Jets.
0: What happened? You got a couple extra personal fouls.
1: That too. So, and the time of possession, ten-minute difference. Ten-minute difference. Yeah, that's. And you know total yards.
0: Three ninety five to one fifty nine. Yeah, dude, they put it on us, bro. Um, I'm embarrassing Dom, but I fucking embarrassing I, I, everybody
1: the whole country was watching us, dude. I knew. And what did I tell you last week on the show? Ty- Tyreek Hill's gonna go off and get a tutty. Yep. Nine nine for one oh two and a tutty. Thank you. Come again. <laughs> it, 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 you know, it's the same again, it's the same script the The O-line wasn't great. Too many sacks. Defense kind of gave up because I get it. They're frustrated. Mm. You saw the offense and Brees Hill and Dalvin Cook frustrated. They've been frustrated. Boyle looks dejected because he's like, I know I have an opportunity, but I'm trying to work with what I can work with. It's just a recipe for disaster. Dude,
0: look at this. (laughs) Total yards for us is 159, right? Yeah. Say we – just – We'll take all seven sacks. We say we have a good day. We don't We don't give up any sacks. Yeah. Dude, you give us that 49
1: yards, and it's
0: barely just over 200 yards total
1: offense. Yeah. That's You're, embarrassing, dude. You know, your leading receiver has 44 yards, so it's more short passes. The longest reception was Brees Hall of 13, but it was a check down where he – Yak monstered it yards after the catch.
0: And why don't we – why aren't we doing that more when he's not having a day on the ground, when he's having trouble? Why aren't we giving
1: getting him more in the wide open? And that is why I told you and Brandon weeks ago, your receivers, all of them, and that and this includes Garrett Wilson, because mm-hmm. even though he's great, you can't throw to – he can't be your only target in the game, right? Right. These wide receivers for the Jets and tight ends, need to get better at blocking oh
0: my God, yeah. and
1: create gaps. Like I'm spoiled with the 49ers. I'm spoiled when it comes to every single person on that field, knowing how to block and create gaps. Mm-hmm. The Jets don't, it's like, they're just playing two hand touch. And then they let go. They, you no. got to go in there and you got to work on your technique on the block. It's like, you're barely getting to a guy to a block. And as soon as he makes a little, you know, little, little shimmy, He's gone, and the defender's past you. Yep. They got to tighten up that blocking because if you can tighten up the blocking, you can get at least an extra block to get three or four extra yards, to get that extra hole. Brees Hall gets an extra open hole. Who knows? He can shimmy and shake and bake his way down an extra 15, 20 yards. Or oh, he will. <laughs> Garrett Wilson, if you get two blockers in front of him on a little screen, little bubble screen, separate the two, create the lane, boom. That's at least block- 30. The blocking is just very – basic training camp i'm just gonna kind of lightly touch you but i'm not gonna you're not holding they're like in between not touching and holding we're just kind of like yeah i'm gonna tap you and block you with palms it's like come on get in there
0: it's stuff like that you know the stuff of the penalty it's just it just shows just how undisciplined this fucking team is man it's so frustrating week in week out because you it's like I said last week. I believe it's like every time there's a positive play, it's like you can't you can't cheer, you can't no. say anything because you're just like you're waiting for the flag. And 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 I would say seven times out of ten, Dom, the flag's there. So it's like any time a positive play happens, there's no point in cheering. And when you do cheer, it's like you feel stupid afterward because you're just like, oh well, just wasted we go again, that. Right?
1: <laughs> now yeah. I don't want
0: to cheer no more.
1: You know, at the end, at the end of the day. You know how much can we really ramble on about it? It's the same recycle. Yeah, I'm ready to and, move on. And, and it's an it's. An I mean, look mission. at me,
0: look at me, bro. Yeah, I, I don't okay. even want to wear jet shit. I got I got a little AI Fresno. I'm gonna I'm I'm build this in the future, y'all. <laughs> <AI, laughs> hey, we'll got Fresno. We got the Fresno in the F in the shield. We got Fresno right here. I'm wearing my Grizzlies hat. I'm wearing a blue, blank blue shirt. I, I don't, I don't want to represent the Jets this week. And no. we're gonna go ahead and move on uh from this Dolphins game because I still got to talk about this tomorrow night on another podcast so all right so now we're going to go ahead and move into our predictions now that we're done with the recap again Dominic thank you for joining me here tonight uh unfortunately Brandon couldn't be with us but we do have his picks with them or with us I should say
1: we have the secret sauce we do we We have it and what do you know do we do we dare kind of erase and kind of change some of his picks to get you back? Oh, absolutely.
0: <laughs> Anything we don't agree with, that's an automatic change.
1: Yeah, I know. We need a little, you know, in honor of college football, you know, Randy needs a little sign-steaming stand a, a little Jim Harbaugh. I'm going to be honest. Sidebar on that one. Witch Hunt. <laughs> NCAA. He Jim would
0: take some work so early.
1: <laughs> Man, that's a witch. I don't know. You know, I'm pretty sure Jets fans, I don't know how many Michigan fans are out there. I'm a USC fan, so I have no room to talk. But NCAA, Jim Harbaugh, witch hunt. Come on, stop sign stealing. Yeah, college football did more for sign stealing than Major League Baseball did to the Houston Astros. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say about that.
0: (laughs) Speaking Speaking of USC real quick, our buddy Rob, you know, from the Angels pages, um... He's telling me he's all man. If Fresno State and USC happen to meet up in a bowl, he's all he's. I don't care. I'm getting your ass down here. You're coming to watch. This <laughs> all right. So we'll oh, that'd
1: be a, that'd be a hell of a good time right now. I'm not gonna lie. Fresno
0: State keeps losing. They've lost three straight now. They keep losing. They won't be. They'll be seeing the toilet bowl.
1: Hey, USC lost five of their final six. So let's not. <laughs> they might Spot, fight, fight on. There. Went to see in the grave at that point. Man. All right.
0: So again, we are doing our week thirteen predictions. Again, coming out of week twelve, Dominic took the week. Again, Dominic goes. What was your record this week? Twelve and twelve and four. Going one hundred and twelve and sixty eight on the season. Brandon goes eleven and five this week. Going one hundred and eleven and sixty nine on the season. And of course. I finished at least five hundred, but I go an abysmal eight and eight this this past week, but uh, improving to one hundred and eighty. So at least I finally reached the century mark. So the, season starts, the season, season
1: starts tonight. Season starts, high, starts tonight. Let's go. It officially that, starts
0: tonight. Going undefeated season. this week. This is the week. I promise you. This is the week I go undefeated. <laughs> you got to keep. You got to keep.
1: You got to keep turning into the end of the season. And see if he does indeed get the perfect. Uh, get the
0: it's gonna happen and you know and when it happened, I'm like, I called it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just you know, you got, if that ever happens, we gotta compilate every week that you said it until the final moment that it happened.
0: I, I'm getting I'm getting the I'm getting the extra, extra platinum chain that week. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you can have all the champagne you want.
0: Oh, we're it's gonna be like the Tupac how do you want it video? <laughs> Anyways, so first game on the docket for week thirteen. Uh Thursday night on Prime, we got the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Seattle Seahawks. The Cowboys are at home, and they're favored by seven and a half. Dominic, what are your thoughts on this game, and who do you got?
1: Well, as a Niners fan, you don't like to see both of these teams on a schedule. N- either way, I got to pick one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, coming into the week, the Niners picking up a win on Thanksgiving night. Eating the, eating the turkey leg on Seattle's field was nice. So getting a two-game lead over the Seahawks in the NFC West. Um, Huge. It, it's going to be one of those situations where Dallas scratch our back and we scratch their back by beating the Eagles, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but but in all fairness, regardless of how I feel about both these teams individually as a Niner fan, um, Dallas is just playing better football right now. Absolutely. Seattle's got too many inconsistencies on offense. Their defense is – a little weak in the knees at times, not at times, but more so of the time than not. Um, Dallas at home, prime time. I, I, I hate to say it, Dak Prescott has been playing very good football. Yeah, oh, yes. And, and And Dallas is into the trap of the, the Miami Dolphins. They beat the teams they should beat, but they don't beat the good teams. This is, even though Seahawks are 6-4, and four, or, or part of me, uh, six and five. Pardon me, six and five. Um, yes, they have a game over five hundred. But to me, they're a team that Dallas, on paper, should be. They're better at every single level. Yep. Um, so I got Dallas in this game. Um, so regardless of what happens in the Forty Nine er game, the Niners will still at least hold their two game lead or better going into Sunday. So that would be beneficial to us to you know faithful to the Bay. Um, so I'm going to go Dallas in this game. Seven and a half points seems fair. I could see them winning by 10 or more points in that scenario. Uh, For Brandon, because I'll be revealing Brandon's picks as well, he is going to uh, join me on the Cowgirl bandwagon and say Dallas Cowboys over Seattle.
0: Yep, sure does. And you know what? Y-E-H-A-W, Y-E-E-H-A-W, Haw. I'm joining the bandwagon. I'm picking the Cowboys. I mean, how can you not? Like you said, Dom, you just literally just said they are playing great football right now. I hate Got it. I up. hate it. <laughs> one, he's, he's, he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league. He's playing hot right now. That Thanksgiving game was phenomenal. Yeah. You know, he's scarfing down turkey legs himself. The Dallas Cowboys have now put themselves in the conversation as Super Bowl contenders. You know, you look at the NFC, it's 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 the 49ers, excuse me, it's the Philadelphia Eagles, it's the San Francisco 49ers, it's the Dallas Cowboys right now. And you could sprinkle in maybe yeah. the Detroit Lions, but the Detroit Lions are kind of playing iffy football yeah. right now. So, But
1: but again, the, the, as I said, the Cowboys are like the Dolphins. They need to start beating equal or better teams. Yep. I don't care what the record is That's why I seen. got them
0: number three on that list.
1: Seattle is not an equal team, even though the record is only, what, a two games apart? Yeah. No 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 no. This is two separate ball clubs at this point. And Dallas, if you really look and I don't want to make this an all Dallas but th- this is just a good point to the situation in yep. hand. Dallas's upcoming schedule is tough based on records. Seattle 6 and 5. Then they got to stay home and take on the Eagles, which could have div- you know division leading you know implications. Yep. Then they're going to Buffalo, then they're going to the Dolphins. Coming home to Detroit and then ending the year against the Commanders, That's so their next five right. games are are against quality playoff opponents. So it'll be interesting to see when we get to, you know, after Monday Night Football on December the thirtieth, and we get to New Year's Eve. What does this Dallas team look like? Are they cruising through this five game stretch, or are they two and three, three and two, and they have their you know oop, oop, oop type yeah. moments like they normally do? So for now, they're rolling. And it's how sweep it is.
0: How sweep it is. Absolutely clean sweep. Dallas Cowboys. All right. Let's let's move on to Sunday, December 3rd. First game on the docket. We got the Indianapolis Colts at the Tennessee Titans. We got the Indianapolis Colts favored by a point and a half. You know, I'm going to be straight up. I'm going to pick the Colts. You know, I probably should have picked them this past week. You know, Tampa Bay let me down. But Tennessee is just... They are not good. This is a divisional game, and the Colts are the better team. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you got a rookie quarterback. You got Gart. I believe you got Gardner Minshew over here with Indianapolis. I mean, I think it's yep. just going to come down to quarterback play, and and honestly, the running back too.
1: Yeah, the big so, difference. Uh, in, the big difference in this game is going to be Indianapolis because Jonathan Taylor is out for two to three weeks with a thumb injury. Really? So reinsert Zach Moss who had a a very good start to the 2023 season after missing week one. Um, Please let me reacquire him off the waiver wire. That would be great. (laughs) You know, let's do that. Um, But, you know, Tennessee's struggling. Yes, they got a win this past week, but it wasn't pretty. Um, Derrick Henry kind of carried that team to to victory. Uh, This division outside of Tennessee is sneaky good. Come on, Houston, Jacksonville, and Indy all playing at a very high level right now. Yep. Um, But one and a half, I feel, is a little generous. You're giving credit to Tennessee. I could see Indianapolis not running away, but let's say jogging away with this I can one.
0: Win. I could see a touchdown win. I could
1: see a touchdown. Gardner Minsher's doing enough in replace of rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson. Um, Brandon and I will join Randy on this pick, a clean sweep of the Colts.
0: All right. So moving on. Next, we got the Los Angeles Chargers. At the New England Patsies, the Rats. Yep, the Chargers are favored by four and a half. I like that. It could even be a touchdown. New England's just horrible, and honestly, it really feels like they're they're tanking and they're playing for a high draft pick.
1: Caleb Williams. I think going to
0: be. I think he's going to be back next year, and I think he's going to. I think he's going to get his choice at a handpicked quarterback.
1: Yeah, if anybody watches hockey and how rigged the NHL lottery was with Chicago getting the number one pick. Patriots continue to lose. Bill Belichick's getting that number one pick. Oh, yeah. And he'll go get Caleb Williams.
0: uh, Yeah. And
1: Bill Belichick will find a way to stay in New England and give everybody nightmares in that AFCs. You know how that works. We'll we'll see if
0: he can actually develop a quarterback that's not named Tom Brady, though. Exactly. Um, I'm going to go with the Chargers. Like I said, I like the four and a half. I can see him beating New England by anywhere upwards of seven and a half to ten points. So, yeah, give me the Chargers in this one.
1: Uh. Forwards, Keenan Allen goes off. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, the last time these two teams played, that a, a really big game. When the Chargers and the Patriots played in the playoffs, I think Brady was still quarterbacking uh, the, the Pats at the time. Keenan Allen had a monster game. I think Antonio Gates was still tight end for the Chargers at that time. Oh, wow. Um, it might have been their first year in L.A. Or maybe it was the last year. I don't remember. You know, the year is a little fuzzy. But Keenan Allen went off in that game. He had multiple touchdowns. Um, Keenan Allen goes off. There's really nothing to like about New England. You don't know who their quarterback is. You don't know. uh, Chargers with as dismal the season as they've – you know, the Chargers know how to lose some games, folks. Yeah, they do. Um, But if if they lose this game – but once again, clean sweep, Brandon and I are joining Randy on the – LA Chargers bandwagon.
0: Good. I mean, so far, this tells me I want to win some games, but you guys keep winning every weekend. <laughs> so this is good news for me. There we go. Already moving on, we got the Detroit Lions at the New Orleans Saints. The uh, yeah. uh, Detroit Lions are favored by three and a half. I mean, both teams probably aren't playing their best football right now, but I. I yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Lions. You know, I mean, the, the I mean, you saw what the Saints did. I mean, they they racked up the yards and kicked five field goals. So red I, I red, don't think red zone away with doing that against again doing that against like Detroit or something. And Detroit can and they have shown like they can come back. They can nowadays. so they have, have know, a good squad. Detroit, I see Detroit winning this somewhere like
1: twenty four fourteen. Get me in the car, put it in drive, and take me to the Motor City. Detroit, (laughs) over New Orleans, in the Big Easy. They need a bounce-back win after losing to the Packers on Thanksgiving morning. Um, They're just a more complete football team than New Orleans Saints. No Michael Thomas. Olave had a concussion. He's questionable. They said he's probably going to play, but again, concussions. You never know. He could get another hit and could be out for the game. Yeah. Shahid, their number, their new wide receiver two that got elevated from three to two because of the Michael Thomas injury, he's questionable and unlikely to play. So you're really relying on a maybe healthy Olave and a couple of rookie wide receivers and really leaning in the passing game to Alvin Kamara, which I won't complain about. He's on multiple fantasy teams, so I'm not going to say no. But Detroit's the more capable and f- complete football team. And- what about Brandon?
0: What's he got?
1: He he! If he was here, he would agree with both of us. Because guess what? It's another clean sweep for the, for the Motor City Lions.
0: I'm definitely going undefeated this week. Look at that. I know, right? <laughs> Let the good
1: times roll.
0: All right. So we're all on the same page so far. All right. We've already picked the Atlanta and the uh, Jets in our preview show. Yep. Two, uh, so you'll see two. that you'll see that at the end of the week. Uh, we're not going to get that away just yet. No, no, no. So, no, no. So we're going to leave that one blank right now. So tune in either Thursday or Friday. I Haven't decided yet, but I'll I'll let y'all know for sure. You know me.
1: Who's going to pity the fool in that game?
0: Um, <laughs> the Jet fans are the fools, and everybody pities us. <laughs> so we're going to skip over that one, leapfrogging it, and we're moving on to the Arizona Cardinals at. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Pittsburgh again at home, and they are favored by three and a half. I'm not picking the Cardinals. I, I tried to pick them this past week. They let me down. You know, I thought I thought, okay, Kyler Murray's back. Maybe they got a little spark. No, I was wrong. Pittsburgh continues to do what Brandon hates that they keep doing, and that's winning ball games. Yep. Give me this one. Pittsburgh at home, especially against a team like Arizona. I could see Pittsburgh winning this game. I don't
1: know, twenty four seventeen. In the in the words of Brandon, they find a way to win. Yep, they Pittsburgh. Sure They're going to do it again. And fun fact about the Pittsburgh Steelers: they lead the NFL this season in most second half comeback wins. Wow, who would have thought them out of all the teams, Pittsburgh, Kenny Pickett? Deontay Johnson, who doesn't know, how to, to doesn't know how to re- doesn't know how to recover a fumble that's two inches from his feet. Oh, I didn't see it. But that team continues to win. What have the football gods done to them that keeps them in their good graces? <laughs> I would love to know what, what Illuminati juices they're drinking. Uh, but yeah. um as Brandon says, Pittsburgh keeps on winning. And once again, I know it's boring, folks, but it's a clean sweep. Pittsburgh over Arizona in a Super Bowl rematch from, what, about a decade or so ago? 2010. Yeah, about Larry Fitzgerald against Ben Roethlisberger, Heinz Ward, all that stuff. Man. Wild times. That was. Holy crap. <laughs> Tony that yeah, catching the end zone. Toe tapping where the toe drag swag came in. Man. All right, so clean sweep with the Steelers. Man, it's, yeah, I'm going undefeated. This is great. The the next one I am um, the next one I think if Brandon was here we would say in unison. I <laughs> yeah.
0: So we got the Dolphins at the Commanders. Dolphins are favored by seven and a half. I I am surprised. I figure i figure they'd get a little disrespectful on this
1: one. But seven and a half, no, I can Sam, see that. Sam Howell has played very well sure. under under center with the commanders, but in honor of Brandon, he's not here tonight. He's got some work obligation, So in honor of Brandon and his lovely commandos, commanders, redskins, whatever you want to call them. Randy, say with me on three. Who are we picking? One, two, three. Dolphins. dolphins. It's a clean sweep once again yep. in honor of Brandon, just for you. We say Dolphins on three. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know you wanted to pick the commanders. Yeah. yeah Come on. <laughs> we're for
1: we're tipping the hand at the poker table.
0: Oh man, but I secretly hope Washington wins. Yeah. Come on, Sonya. All right, so moving on, we got the Denver Broncos at my Houston Texans, my boy CJ Stroud. Uh, let's see. Houston here is favored by three and a half. Uh, this was a little hard for me. Like, I've been on the Houston bandwagon quite a bit this this year, as you all know. I love me some CJ Stroud. That's my guy. Yep. Uh, he's my next Peyton Manning, I think. My next Brett Favre. I, I just, you oh, wow. know, I, I always gravitate to pray. that's non-Jet, you know. And, this and you know
1: and it, man. you know when the Texans with head coach D'Amico Ryans really gets that defense like the 49ers of when he was there. Mm-hmm. Add a good free agent wide receiver with Nico Collins and Tank Dell. Yep. I think if they can actually establish a legitimate running game, Pierce and Singletary are not in. Go get – like, imagine if Houston went out in this offseason and signed Saquon Barkley. Oh, wow. Like, a big free agent running back, because there's going to be a couple. Barkley's going to be one, and I think with the issues in New York right now, I think Barkley's – he's deuced. He's out. They're going to have quarterback troubles. Wide receivers are awful. If Houston goes out and gets like a Saquon Barkley type running back, CJ Stroud is another year in the league. You already have three, or at least Tank Dell, Nico Collins, Dalton Schultz isn't a, isn't a sham. I'll do you one better. Imagine they get their hands on Bryce Huff. Oh. D'Amico Ryan's ankle will mess around with the defense. He's so a defense you can't post tell me guy. they won't
0: be in after his ass.
1: I'm not going to say no. I'm telling
0: right? you. I know hindsight's twenty-twenty. The nine.
1: 49ers could stack him. I'll take him with Fred Warner. You should have traded him with team for Colin, dude. Based on the way the season, who knows. But imagine what Houston can be in the future. They will compete. They're, yeah. I mean, we, di- we digress. They're but in the
0: thick of things.
1: They're in the thick of things. with. They're in the thick of things for the
0: division.
1: Who the heck does Tank Dell before the last four weeks?
0: I don't even know who Dell Tank
1: is. Dude, I'm telling you, a Saquon Barkley-esque running back in that backfield to balance that pass offense. Because I'm sorry, Damian Pierce and Devin Singletary. You want to keep Singletary as your backup great. Damian Pierce ain't gonna get you nothing. Go get a bona fide running back. Yeah. And make that offense a beast. Yeah. And he, oof, he, oof. that oof. That, that's a good one for that division. But um I mean, so as we get back to this game. Yeah, sorry. I no, no, you. no.
0: I, I loved everything, everything that was said right there. It was all phenomenal points. Um, this was a little hard for me. I, I wanted Texas really bad because, I mean, they've come through for me more times than not this year. Yep. But Denver, dude, five games straight, they just seem to can't not want to lose.
1: <laughs> where, where are all the naysayers? That's saying benching Russell Wilson was the best idea for this team. Is Russell Wilson playing no. MVP level? No. But he's doing the job. The defense has turned it he around. You to keep him
0: in the games and help win. He's they, not losing games, that's for sure.
1: Everybody talked about dumping salary and getting rid of Patrick Sertan.
0: Oh, no, they're in the mix of the playoffs.
1: They're in the mix of the playoffs. They are a half game better than Buffalo. Yep. So... I'll take a stab at this one. I love, and I know I just praise Houston up and down and what they can be, but I'm going to roll the dice with Russell Wilson and the Broncos in that defense. They, I thought Cleveland was going to take it to them and snap that. Denver did a 180 on me, and they impressed me very, very much. Um, this for the first time we're going to, you know, reveal. This one will not be a sweep. I'm taking I'm the Broncos. Can
0: we, can we, yeah, let's hear Brandon's pick. I mean, he said he wasn't going to pick him again, but uh, Dom, what do we got here?
1: Uh, Brandon's going for the good old CJ Stroud Texans. <gasps> so we have some parody in the pick. So the the tiebreaker goes to Randy. Will it be Broncos or will it be Texans?
0: Man, which, like said.
1: Which, which country are you riding for, the Texan country or Broncos country? Oh, man. Let's ride. Oh, man,
0: who's going to let me ride? Well, it's <laughs> hard, man. Like, well, that is not... Whoa. That, all bad choice of words, let me ride, and it's hard all in the Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for checking us out here on the One Jets pod. Parental... <laughs> per, parental
1: parental advice. I'm going to get included. some black on that
0: one. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, one, this one's tough, man. I... I think I'm going to go in your direction, Dom. I think I'm going to pick the Broncos here. I okay. mean, they are the hotter team. They just can't seem to lose. The defense, I mean, they're, they're playing really well. I mean, this is a team that's obviously they know they're in a the playoff mix and they're playing like it. So, And yeah. I guarantee you they're probably going to continue playing like that. Houston's still a tough team to beat when you got C.J. Stroud. But again, I sometimes I think the lack of running game. You know, sometimes the lack of experience sometimes comes to bite bite them in the butt, and I think that's going to happen here. So give me Denver, but give me Denver in a close game, 24-21.
1: C.J. Stroud does know how to make it interesting and entertaining. He does. he does that. I think out of all the games this weekend, that is my under the radar, sneaky good game, for sure. Yeah,
0: no, I'm looking forward to that one. I'll probably. I mean, looking at the
1: schedule here, yeah, yeah.
0: that's – I mean, if I don't for, have four screens on, that's probably the game I'm watching. Yeah,
1: for for under-the-radar pick of the week, I think we would have to give the under-the-radar under pick of the week, Broncos-Texans.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep.
1: So Dom and
0: I are going to roll with the Broncos. We're uh, Bronco country. Let's ride. Let's ride. Hopefully we ride to a victory over Brandon, who's picking the Texans this week.
1: Yep. So <laughs>
0: – all right, moving on as we enter the afternoon segment of the NFL Sunday slate. We got the abysmal, trash-ass Carolina Coach. Panthers.
1: Athlete. Coachless.
0: Yeah, Coachless. mediocre poker Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, let me say real quick, while we were on the Texans just now, I-, I meant to say this, because Frank Wright just, I mean, <laughs> he just got outed in Carolina. That's <laughs> – Dude, I was reading that he originally wanted C.J. Stroud, but was over was overridden overruled. by the GM. Yeah, overruled by the GM and the owner, and now he's out of a job. That sounds like people, a coup. that general manager over there is trash. That owner is impatient. He is not good. Carolina, that
1: sounds I mean, like a coup to me. Someone's I'm telling you. They lost their running back's coach, and they lost their uh, quarterback's coach. Yep. So they are heavily coachless this week going into Tampa in a divisional game. Like, so. what does that say to a rookie quarterback? Like, we want to believe in him more, so we're going to get the right coaching staff around him. Yeah. Then you sold him a bill of goods when you drafted him. And
0: how many pieces have they, like, traded away over the last couple of years?
1: Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. And, and DJ Moore. And what do they have to show for it? Nothing. Like Nothing. You just know the losses, dude.
0: No. So and their coaches I just, I, you'd have to be a fool to pick Carolina, which is why I'm, I'm picking them this week. <laughs> no, I'm sure. kidding. I'm going with the fucking Tampa Bay
1: Buccaneers. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm like, you thought that. No, uh and, Brandon, Brandon and I are uh Tampa Bay is going to make Carolina Walk. Oh, yeah. Walk the plank yeah. in Tampa. <laughs> let ba- let Baker cook with Mike Evans. I they- see
0: something 24-10, 24-7. You know, but
1: I'm to but you. I would not be surprised if Carolina has a newfound resurgence with what they did. I don't think so. But, know. I, you know, based on how this NFL season has gone, based on how the season has gone for all teams – Weirdness could ensue.
0: Sure, absolutely, yeah. but I, but we're all going to stick with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on this one.
1: Clean sweep it.
0: of the Bucks. Arr. You got it. I'm <laughs> <That's> so stupid. <laughs> all right, moving on. We got the Cleveland Brownies at the Los Angeles Ramsicles. All right, we got the Rams favored by a point and a half. uh yeah, uh, I think I'm going to go with the Rams in this one. I, I picked against oh, really? them last week. Yeah, I picked against them last week, and they kind of bit me in the butt. And, and I just don't trust the quarterback play of the Browns right now, man. If P.J. Walker was playing maybe. Yeah.
1: I know. I know P.J. Walker got into the game last week against the Broncos to try to ignite a little something, but it didn't work. Broncos' yeah. defense is very good.
0: Very good, yeah. uh
1: But the Rams have their weapons back. Higby got into the action last week with multiple touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Cooper Cup isn't as effective, but he's still a legit threat in this league whenever he is on. Hookanaku is nice. And their running back Kyron Williams came back and went off yep. over 34 and a half fantasy points, multiple touchdowns in the air on the ground. Um, even though Matthew Stafford's not as good as he once was, he's got the pieces. Yep. And Cleveland's defense is no joke still. Nope um but i think the rams are going to and and brandon agrees with me it's a clean sweep of the la rams yeah i think it's
0: i think it's just going to come down to it's if,
1: if the rams if the rams do indeed pick up victory in this game i think and seattle loses to dallas on thursday night football by all my calculations they would be even at 6 and 6 for second place in the nfc west and that would catapult the rams into somewhat of a playoff they're currently the nine seed oh, so wow. if the Rams win Green Bay loses and Seattle loses Seattle Minnesota and the Rams because the Vikings have the bye week would be in a three-way tie for the six seed oh
0: wow
1: and the Rams are getting yeah, healthy
0: interesting man
1: that the bot that little fringe five through or six and seven seeds are getting interesting
0: yep wow. Yep. All right, so clean sweep of the Rams. So moving on, game of the week for Mr. Dominic Lorenz. And honestly, I don't know how this is not the Sunday night football game. Dude. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I'm looking
0: down there at the Sunday night game. I'm like, really? Like, yeah. Super Bowl II rematch? Like, seriously? Yeah. No, we got the San Francisco 49ers faithful to the Bay, as Dominic always says. Taking on, going into Philadelphia, taking on the Eagles. Philadelphia is actually favored by a point and a half. My guess is that's home field advantage there. Um, I'll have this one real quick. I'm just going to make my pick. Do it. Um, I hate to say it, Dom. I'm going to go with the Eagles in this one. Only because home and the fucking refs, dude. So give me the Eagles, but I don't think it's going to – I don't think – I mean, I think it's going to be close. Give me something like 24-21 Philadelphia, but I, I think the refs are going to yeah. have a hand in this one, brother. So you want to get Brandon's real quick, and then you know, the floor is all yours for this one.
1: Yeah, Brandon is going to go with the Red and Gold. Francisco <laughs> Francisco's, which Brandon Brandon's got the Niner bandwagon this week. Um. <laughs> My, my take on this game, I agree with you. There could be a couple hands in this game in the cookie pot, and the reps are one. You saw all the blown calls against oh, the Buffalo man. Bills. Thank God. You know, late hit on the quarterback, horse call a tackle, passing. Nah. A f- it, 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 a horse it, call was nuts, dude. I'm like, really? His jersey is ripped, and you're like, oh, <laughs> my like, God. He's going to put on
0: a new one. <laughs> yeah, man.
1: Uh, the weather, you know, weather could be a factor. It could be a similar sure. weather oh, game yeah, that was – that buffalo saw in philadelphia 40s rain oh, yeah. misty what all that good stuff in on the east coast um you know this is going to be more than a game this is all the talk all the banter from last year mm-hmm. eagles have already talked about it they're already talking about it after sunday's game media is already asking about it, and they're like 49ers can cry all they want. They can come into our house and do whatever they want, but we know who's better. And, you know, it's all the jab. Who cares if you didn't have a quarterback last year? We're going to beat your ass anyway. You know, it's all the, you know, all the smuck talking. And I'm like, you know, the Niners players are, you know, saying it slowly but surely. But it's like, you know what? Let them do the talking. You go perform on the field. Yep. You know? And, you you know, the Eagles need to be cut down a little bit. Because even though they're 10-1, and they're – they are playing to me like the Niners, eight and three. You know, they've gotten away with a couple, you know, Buffalo should have had that game. Dallas probably should have beat them a couple weeks ago. Courtesy of the Jets, the Eagles are not undefeated. So. Wait,
0: who beat the the Eagles?
1: This team in in New York that's not the Giants. (laughs) You know, the Jets. They actually have a win. (laughs) But for, for the 49ers' sake, you know, they're healthy. You know, McCaffrey's on a roll, Debo, IU, Kittle, the whole band. I talk about it every week. Yeah. This team is going to be juiced up. Brock Purdy is going to be calm about it, but that bitch is juiced up. <laughs> he, got, he, he played one and a half drives in that game and was out tearing up his elbow. He is itching to get back in. And you know the conversation all week because based on our picks, it says Eagles by a point and a half in other picks, they're saying the Niners by two and a half. So every other media site and every other thing is is having a different pick. And of course, the media, all they're talking about on the morning shows and everywhere else, they're only focusing on where the Niners are favored because they're saying, how disrespectful, how dare you not give the Eagles home field advantage, they have the better record in this, how can you go against Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown and yada yada. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, if you look at the tapes, both teams or are the, are, are the class of the NFC. No doubt about it. Not two teams. But of late, if you look at the numbers breakdown, the Niners are better. Brock Purdy is MVP. I'm, I'm going to put it out there. I, talk, I, I have my weekly Brock Purdy rant on this show. <laughs> and it's continuing. <laughs> and I'm not trying to oversell him. And I'm not trying to be, you know, I'm going to be humble about it. Based on the numbers. Based on the diagramming of plays, and when you break down footage, he's doing things that other quarterbacks aren't doing this year. He's making throws Patrick Mahomes is not making, not just because his O-line isn't allowing him new, but his receivers aren't catching it. And And guess what? It's a two-way street. Quarterback can throw, but the receiver's got to catch it to make the play happen. It's a two-way street. Purdy's making those dimes. And his receivers, and guess what? They're making the catch, and they're not dimes. They're dots. Brandon (laughs) Ayuk said it. It's a dot. That was an ill of – if you watch that final touchdown to Ayuk on Thanksgiving night, that play was originally scheduled to be an 11-yard check down to McCaffrey just to get a first down. Brock Purdy said, screw it all. He's got behind the defender. Why am I going to handcuff myself for a cheap when I could go for the gusto? And I believe in myself, and I trust my arm on my back foot, backpedaling to, tossing, and Ayuk's just like, thank you. This team, it's it's forward thinking. Nobody gives Brock Purdy credit for the throws that he's making again. But if you put Mahomes in his body, people are going off the walls. Mahomes made that throw; he could have done. It's all the same. The NFL does not want to give the MVP trophy to an irrelevant final pick of the draft quarterback. That's not for their brand. But you and I talked about this, Randy. Why wouldn't it be their brand? From yeah. nothing to something for he hop Jimmy G, Trey Lance, who was supposed to be the future. Yeah, does he have weapons? Great. Just because you have weapons doesn't mean they're going to get utilized properly. Put the Giants quarterback DeVito in this offense. You think he does what Purdy does? Hell no. Put no offense. Put Zach Wilson. Hell no. Sorry. Zach like, Wilson can't even
0: throw for first down, dude.
1: No. And put some uh, – I don't care. And you know what's going to happen? If the Niners lose this game, they're going to disrespect the hell out of this team and Brock Birdie. Oh, yeah. He couldn't do this. We told you the Eagles would knock them on their ass. And it doesn't matter what's going to happen. If the Niners win, well, it's just the Eagles having a bad day. They're 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 hurt. Bitch, we had Debo and Trent Williams <laughs> and we lost three. Lane Johnson, oh, I got a sore groin. I'm going to sit out against Buffalo, but I'll probably be ready. But I might be hurt, and then that'll be an excuse. Like, Jalen Hurts, is he a good quarterback? Yes. Is he having an MVP year? Hell no. <laughs> A.J. Brown's having a better MVP yeah, season. Be. Stop yeah, it. But I don't hold anything against the Eagles. This is going to be a battle of wills. Game. And Hertz is going to play his butt off. The receivers are going to play their butt off. You know, Goddard could be coming back at the tight end after his forearm injury. That defense is still pretty good. Are they as a top 10 defense? No, they're more of a top 15. They they've lessened a little bit this year, but they're still dynamic enough to be ten and one. Regardless of what you say with refs, you know, teams that are under record and they're beating the the cheap team, sure they're still a quality team. You have to treat them like a 10-1 and team. You have to go out there, slit their throat, and drink their blood. you got to go after it. So the Niners mentality at this point, honestly, F who you think they are and play your brand of football. If they're undefeated or winless, go out and do it. There's going to be trash talking. There's going to be penalties. There's going to be those actor curricular. Come on, Trent Williams backward body slammed two guys in that brawl last year. You don't think someone's gonna try to go for him or he's gonna you know the Niners are gonna do their thing. They're gonna have the radio on the guy's shoulders, Debo and Trent are gonna lead them out doing the dance with the, you know, there's one thing I'm gonna say. Philly fans.
0: <laughs>
1: they are they are cheap trash. And I know our good buddy, I'm not saying our buddy like he's our friend, but you know, our, our God sent for the angels, Mike Trout's a fly eagle's fly man. But F that. <laughs> I can't even. I'm not gonna say the word because I don't want to cuss too much. But f it, those fans are. I, I could never see myself going to an Eagles game, man. Dude,
0: they got their kids walking up to opposing fans flipping birds, dude.
1: You know, <laughs> to me, that fan base is just ridiculous. Like, I I couldn't even go to a game and enjoy it because I'd be like flipped off the whole game. It's like if a five year old is flipping me off, no. No, no. I,
0: th- the fan not, base, the boot Santa Claus, man. Come on. You get some snowballs at him, too.
1: You know, I should be loving Philly because, you know, the Italian, Nick Siriani, I'm Italian. You should be enjoying it. But it's like, mm, mm, no.
0: So, yeah.
1: you know, you got to, you, you know, hey, to be the best, you got to beat the best. And you got to beat the best sometimes in hostile environments. Yep. Sunday is going to be a the most hostile environment the Niners will play in all season long. So, so I don't
0: understand why this isn't a Sunday night football
1: game. No, and and and, and from now right, until it's the a end Monday the night football, year, football game. Well, you know, every week I'm going to ask you and Brandon. I know Brandon's not here, but I think you would agree with uh, with me on this one, and probably you. From now to the end of the year, I'm going to ask you guys what game because everything is is possible to be flexed in at this point. For Sunday night football, Niners should have been flexed in. The only reason no. why. Chiefs Packers is not flexed out, is because it's Patrick Mahomes on prime time, yeah. and I guarantee you, NBC looked at Taylor Swift's schedule. She don't have concerts now until January. Yeah, she gonna be at Lambeau Field. Yeah, okay.
0: I I know what you're gonna ask, and and, and honestly, dude, that's what I would do. I would flex San Francisco Philly into this into the Sunday night slot. Yep, and I would. And I don't know if you can because it's a 10 a.m. 10 a. game, but I would put that Houston and Denver game on Monday night.
1: You could. Monday nights are the hardest to flex in. Hardest to flex in because of the day separation. Yeah. But you're telling me Philly and the Packers couldn't switch three-hour time slots? Now that's... No. But, yeah. again, if it was the Packers and Lions, Packers-Vikings, yeah. But it's because it's Kansas City and because it's – you know, the NFL golden child and Patrick Mahomes. You know how we all felt about Tom Brady in his early years? Oh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes is the new Tom Brady when it comes to the NFL love child. Okay? Yeah. You, you know, and he sounds like, I'm here. I'm here. His little Kermit voice. <laughs> um. But, getting, you know, we'll talk about the Chiefs train in a second. Um. Back to the Niners. Faithful to the Bay. Let's go into a hostile environment. Kick some asses. Take names. And show why Brock Purdy is the NFL MVP. I don't care if he's Mr. Irrelevant. His <laughs> numbers speak for himself, folks. Stop it. He would have the Jets at eight wins by now.
0: I think Brock Purdy ain't Like shit.
1: Come on, folks. So, I'm, Niners. this
0: offensive line, but it might get him hurt, but,
1: you know. <laughs> I'm going to say this. Brandon and I on the Niners train. Well, screw Brandon and Yeah, I am going to ask. <laughs> now, hey, it, honestly, it, it, it could be a game-winning field goal. It, it's one of those. It will be a close game.
0: Yeah, the refs, I, the, I'm jaded when it comes to the refs this year. So nobody. I try, wa- I try to keep that in perspective, too. And they just they just seem to be like liking to help Philly out this year, man. You do
1: not want to be around me Sunday. It's going to be <laughs> toxic.
0: <laughs> All right. So, again, Dominic and Brandon with the San Francisco 49ers and myself yes. with the Philadelphia Eagles. Best of luck to your boys this weekend, Dominic.
1: Thank you. Cheer well.
0: Cheer yes, well. Yes, I will. <laughs> and moving on to the Sunday night football game, we got the Kansas City Chiefs. We've all seen that commercial back in the 90s. Against the Green Bay Packers. Kansas City is favored by seven and a half. We are in Lambeau. Uh, yeah. I mean, Jordan Love had been playing pretty well. Better. State, but, um, yeah, I mean, Green Bay's... Um, They're pretty much out of it. I I can see the refs helping out Kansas City if need be. So,
1: yeah, give me Kansas City in this one. Uh, Brandon is taking the Chiefs, and I will take the barbecue ribs over the melted cheese. Give me the the baked Swifties (laughs) over the cheese. The baked Swifties over, or the barbecue Swifties over the Swiss cheese heads. Oh man! Yeah, yeah. uh, I'm hungry. (laughs) You know how much how how much Monopoly money do we want to put on Taylor Swift being at the game? I hate to bring this up every week, but it's the NFL puts it on themselves. I'm going to put about 250 bucks of Monopoly money. Taylor Swift is in attendance. Oh yeah, prime time.
0: Whatever amount you you start off with, I'd put it all on. Yeah, put it
1: all on. Hey, Taylor Swift's favorite color is red.
0: Oh, and her favorite number is 87. Again.
1: Yeah. And what's 87 plus her favorite number 13? A perfect 100. Oh, It's a wow. match in heaven. Wow. Ooh! But yes, yeah. Chief, Chiefs over Pack. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> We're making ourselves sick as we joke about it. It's like, hey, this the script writes itself. Hey, sure this was in the NFL script in preseason. We just didn't know it. <laughs> How did we miss that one?
0: Oh, all right, so uh, we're all picking the Chiefs here, huh? Correct. All right, so moving night. on. Monday Night Football, December 4th. We have the Cincinnati Bengals, my Cincinnati Bengals, at the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jacksonville favored by a touchdown and a half, and – yeah, I mean, that sounds good to me. I mean, Cincinnati don't got their quarterback no more, so I don't see them doing too well. So give me Jacksonville 24-14.
1: Yeah, I got Jacksonville. Brandon has Jacksonville in this game as well. Um, Cincinnati's quarterback, Jake Browning, didn't do as horrible as I thought he would this past week against Pittsburgh. Um, but there's still a lot of room for Cincinnati to make up ground without Joe Burrow. Their defense is still pretty good. So, you know, but Jacksonville's got weapons. They got Travis Etienne, Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram. That defense is coming along. uh, And Trevor Lawrence is, is playing to the Trevor Lawrence capabilities over the last two weeks since they got dismantled by the 49ers and didn't know what they were doing. Uh, so maybe did the 49ers, you know, jumpstart the Jacksonville season? Sure, Duval County, go for it. Um, They'll be, you know, they'll be nutso-gabutso on Monday night with the pool and everything. Give me Duval County. <laughs> Clean sweep, Jacksonville. Rawr. All
0: right, and so um... – Brandon has uh Jags winning 24-13, so that's 37 points. I said, what, 24-14? That's 38 for me. What do you got?
1: I'm gonna go with 27-13 for a grand total of 40. All right. You know, I like I like me a little Brandon McManus kicking the ball. So you know what? <laughs> I'm a, you know, I'm not just saying that because he's on all three of my fantasy teams. Um, I'm gonna roll with, you know, I take it back. I'm going to say Cincinnati's defense is deep, decent enough. I'm going to get at least three field goals from McManus. <laughs> and two touchdowns, so that would be 23 and another touch. So I'm going to say 30 to 13, make it 43 total points. I'll give him an extra field goal in that sense. Because I'm McManus, the Irishman, McManus. <laughs> if he's even Irish, I think McManus is Irish. We'll go for it. All
0: right, so that's going to do it for this week's episode here on One Jets Pod. Again, Dominic, thank you for joining me this week. Uh, My I'm pleasure. Sorry, so we can have Brandon, but hopefully we'll have him back next week. Yes. Uh, before we head on out of here, I uh, haven't done this the last couple of weeks, and I want to get back to doing this. I want to shout out all of our listeners out in the United Kingdom, Germany, and the Dominican Republic. Again, thank you all, again, for your support. It means so much to us. So great. Absolutely. And again... If you're checking us out on YouTube, make sure to hit that like button and subscribe button, as well as that bell, notif- yeah, bell notification so you're notified every time we drop some content. Again, if you're listening on the audio side of things, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, follow us, give us a five star. We appreciate that. It helps us out tremendously. Again, uh, thanks for checking us out here on the One Jets Pod. Again, Dominic, thank you again for your services this week. Of and course, hopefully my pleasure. we got a pool. What's
1: that? I said, my pleasure, man. I'm glad I could just slide right in. And I can never fill Brandon's co-host shoes. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we 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 we, uh, we teamwork together, yep. make the dream work, and we pick up Brandon. Thank you, Brandon, when you listen or watch this, for submitting your picks. We promise Absolutely. we did not alter <laughs> any picks. <laughs> we didn't alter anything. We're good. Well, I, I I still have the power of editing, though no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we could. <laughs> but but Brandon, we're looking forward to having you back next week, yes, fans. Sir. Thank you. Thank you for tuning on in. Keep yep. on coming back. The season's not over yet. Unless you're oh, Jeff. Well <laughs> come on the Niner side of things. Be faithful to the bay from the East Coast. Bring a little, oh, I, got a little,
0: I got a little red and gold going on here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> bring, bring a little East Rutherford to, to Santa
0: Clara, baby. I, mean, I could I could wear. I could wear angels because I'm. I'm still mad at them. Yeah, but we're bit- so. I had to. I had to go with the Fresno this week. I'm, I look. I look behind me. It's all black. <laughs> <laughs> what you guys see isn't there. Well, <laughs> I just it on my wall. What you see, fans, is a mirage. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, again, th- again, thanks for checking us out here on the One Jets pod, and we'll see you down the road. Go Jets. Jets. Jets, Jets, Jets. Welcome to Jet Life Stadium. Hit it.